welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. Today's episode is sponsored by Keto. We spend so much time guessing what to eat for best results, when to eat, and are so overwhelmed by reading and hearing so much conflicting information, it can be exhausting. Here's the thing though, not everybody is the same, so while eating at certain times might prove to be effective for your BFF, those times might not work best for you and vice versa. If you're ready to finally take the guesswork out of it and have your body actually tell you when you're in a state of ketosis, then you need to listen up. Today's episode is sponsored by Keto, the most scientifically proven and designed tool to help you discover when you're in a state of ketosis. This tool is amazing if you follow the keto diet as it will help you understand your own body so much more clearly. Not on the keto train yet? Remember, keto is not just for weight loss, it also helps with inflammation, preventing long-term disease, and so much more. Please visit www.getketo, that's G-E-T-K-E-Y-T-O dot com forward slash fitchicks and use promo code fitchicks, all one word, all caps, to save 20% off your very own keto kit today. Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hello and welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. I'm Amanda Quinn, and on today's podcast, I'm going to be riding solo, and I'm going to be talking to you all about the three different types of partnerships for business and which one might be right for you. Now, I'm going to tell you a little story. So when we're talking about partnerships, I'm going to talk to you about the three different ones, but I want to share with you guys first a little story about when Laura and I first started Fit Chicks um, back, way back in the day. I think this is about, I want to say like... 2011 or 2012, we were actually approached by a huge packaging product company um, to spawn, to be basically spokespeople for their brand. And I remember Laura and I were like, holy smokes, this is crazy. This could make us like, this could put our brand, this could put our face, this could put everything on like a national or international level very quickly. Now, we wanted to be sure that this all, you know, made sense for us. So we actually asked them for some time and some space to be able to like get back to them. And so then what happened was we ended up talking about it, talking through it, and then deciding, you know what, even though this is an amazing opportunity and from a financial standpoint, from a branding standpoint, from a business standpoint, But we knew in the big picture of things, when we took a step back, we could see that this partnership could maybe be detrimental to us because we didn't actually believe in the product and we didn't use the product. And so it would be a bit of a compromise in terms of our own integrity. So I shared this story with you guys in the beginning because I want you to understand that sometimes in business, you're going to be approached by companies that are going to want one of these three types of partnerships that I'm going to uncover today. And I need you to remember that the most important thing that you can do is stay with integrity and only go with products or services or companies that you truly believe in. In in the big picture of things, even though in the moment it might be really hard to say no to those opportunities, in the big picture of things, it's going to help you immensely. So prior to me starting um, becoming one of the co-founders of Fitchix Academy, 
I was actually the manager of sponsorship and advertising for the Toronto International Film Festival. So I dealt with big brands, big dollars, and even bigger demands. <laughs> so I want to help you guys navigate this so that you don't get stuck into a situation that might not be what you expect. So the three different types of partnerships that are available, we have partnership number one, which is a cross-marketing partnership. Partnership number two is all about affiliates. And then partnership three is all about sponsorship. So with cross-marketing partnerships, this is where you would develop a relationship, like kind of like you're dating because you're like, you know what, we're going to share all of our steps. So I'm going to share your message and I'm going to gush about you and tell all my people how amazing you are and how much I am in love with you and your products and your services. And they're going to do the same. So a cross-marketing partnership is literally, there is no, usually no cash exchange, no product exchange. It's just you have a good list of my people. I have a good list of your people. Let's talk about each other's stuff on each other's lists as an exchange, as like an energy exchange. Now, the blind spots that we often see in this, the things that we miss, or that we often miss, I guess, in terms of a blind spot is, and here's the three, the top three things that you've got to look out for when you're thinking about getting into a cross-marketing partnership. Number one, oftentimes people don't have a constant message. So they're just dropping in and out of nowhere. So like there's no strategy behind it. It's literally just, hey guys, check out this amazing supplement that, or this protein powder that I love. And then there's nothing that follows up on it. And then like, you know, maybe on social media or emails or whatnot, it's weeks go by and then all of a sudden there's just another random post. And super random. When there's not consistency, people just forget about it. So if you're going to actually try to create a great cross-marketing partnership, you need to create a strategy and you both need to have the same strategy in place to be able to market it effectively. Number two is not comparing lists, AKA not making sure that you have the ideal clients on your list or vice versa. So like, for example, you wouldn't send to a vegan, a, vegan, a vegan meal company, oh my gosh, a vegan meal company, you wouldn't send them an email or you wouldn't want to be sending them an email about a new butcher shop that you're opening up, right? You would think that's common sense. This thing happens all the time. You see emails coming out that don't make sense. You see companies promoting other companies that do not match do your research, take your time and make sure that the company, if you're like, hey, I feel like this product is so cool and I love it. Make sure that if you're going to do a cross-marketing partnership, it doesn't matter if you love the product. If the people that are on their list are, you know, um, an elderly demographic, but you're running a nutrition program for 20-year-olds, then it doesn't matter. Even if you think their product is amazing, if you can't offer them something and you and vice versa, because you're going to be offering their product to people that wouldn't be interested, potentially, it doesn't make sense. So you have to make sure that you're comparing lists. And then the third part is just not having a clear agreement in place or expectations clearly laid out. This happens so often, especially with cross-marketing, because cross-marketing is kind of like, oh, I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. Like you send this out, I'll send this out. But there's not really like any kind of follow through and there's no expectations. Like, okay, my expectation is that you're going to be posting on social media five times. You're going to be doing a Facebook live. You're going to be um, sending out the email on seven different occasions. And these are the dates and this is outlined and it's specific have an agreement in place. Even if it's just like one of your friends who was like running a studio and you're running nutrition workshops at the studio, but you're cross-marketing both, um, you know, their classes and your nutrition workshop, 
it doesn't matter if it's just your friend, if it's your family member, if it's anyone, have expectations clearly laid out so then you're not left feeling disappointed or vice versa. Partnership number two is all about affiliate partnerships. So this is where you partner with a product or service that you believe in and you want to share about it. You want to tell everybody all about it. And in exchange, you'll actually receive a percentage of sales usually or some other benefit. So that would be like, you know, you love this protein powder or this program. Like um, we have an affiliate program with our fitness and nutrition expert program. So if people love our fitness and nutrition expert program and they want to tell other people about it, they can join our affiliate program where they can then earn extra revenue in exchange for telling people if people register. So the way affiliates work is if it's not just about sharing the message, it's also about converting sales. So they actually want to see that you've made sales and that's how you get a percentage of the sales back to you. So Blind spots, though, that happen where people get stuck in affiliate partnerships is, number one, having zero strategy. It seems to be a common theme, though, but it's so important. Because here's the thing. If you are not a celebrity or, like, some crazy social media socialite, it's really hard to just post a picture of a product that you're using and expect results. You need to have a plan. You need to have a strategy on what you're going to be doing. The second thing is you're selling stuff that you don't really like or use. If you are not genuinely interested in the product or service, or you genuinely just don't even use it, don't try to sell it to your people. It'll become unauthentic. It's kind of gross. People will see through it and then they won't like, know, and trust you anymore, right? And then the third part though, and this is one of the most important things to think about when you're doing affiliate partnerships is having no upsell or bonus to sweeten the pot. If there's anything that you need to do is, of course, having the strategy and integrity, but this part is so important because you want people to buy from you, right? Because you are the affiliate. So if you're telling your list about, hey, this great protein powder or this join the fitness and nutrition expert program, and then they click through and instead go buy it from our website, you don't get tagged. You don't get the percentage of sales. But... If you want them to buy it from you, you need to sweeten the pot a little to make them stay on you and buy it from you. So that's maybe offering a special bonus or um, some sort of like upsell, something that will give them like, here's a free ebook if you buy it from me. Here, I'm also going to give you this special course. I'm going to give you three personal training sessions, whatever it is. But you want to make it so that it's like, oh my gosh, like, not only do I get what I want anyways, but I'm also going to get this. And when you do that as an affiliate, you are going to be super successful. And then partnership number three is all about sponsorship partnerships. So this is a partnership that you are being paid a flat fee, a rate, or an other benefit in exchange for you sharing a company's message with your people, right? So that's like through logos. Like if you think about like when I think about when I worked at the Toronto International Film Festival, it was like through logos, through step and repeats, through experiences on site at the film festival itself, through um, marketing messages, the program books, et cetera. Like that was like very traditional stuff. It doesn't have to be traditional. It can be very like, um, it can be like traditional, but it can also be, you know, sponsorships through like having them being on site for events and having like actual like activities set up and things like that. So whatever you want to think about, however your business is structured, you've got to think about how that sponsorship can play out. But generally it's just that you are giving them access to your people in exchange for a payment or some sort of benefit to you. 
So blind spots that people usually get stuck in when it comes to sponsorships is number one, taking on a product or service. Um, so taking on any product or service for money. Sorry. So that meaning like you just are like, Oh cool. Like these people want to pay me $5,000. I'm going to do it. And you don't like the product, <laughs> not testing the product or service before to sure if it's a, to be sure it's a fit for you and your people especially if it's something that you're going to have on site. So say you're going to have it at an event, you're going to be like, I have vendors on site and I'm going to have these vendors here. Even with vendors, unless you're doing a massive show, like, you know, the Toronto women's show or something like that, where there's so many vendors, but if you're doing like a small event, like a retreat, and you're going to have a couple of vendors on site, make sure that you vet those vendors, like, and that you believe in their products or services. Cause that really follows on you as opposed to just like, if it's in a big show, it's more about the companies individually. This is like all about you and what you're creating. So you've got to make sure that you believe in it. And the last part though, that really people get stuck in with sponsorships is not charging enough money. You need to value your list. You need to value your people. You need to value your hard work in effort in order to create the business that you've created. And so if people are willing and they want to sponsor, whether it be in person, we, um, you know, for like, if you, they want to sponsor your social media, they want to give you product, they want to give you, they want to sponsor your podcast, whatever it is, you have to value it enough. Know what your net worth is, know what kind of reach you provide, know your numbers so that you can actually share that so that you can then put a value beside it. So you have to understand like, this is how many people I have on my list. This is how many people open it. This is how many people you're going to potentially be able to reach over a seven day period or a three month period or however long the sponsorship is. This is kind of the views that you're going to be receiving. Have those numbers in place so that you can then provide real value to them to be like, here is what your ROI is on your investment. All right. So I hope that was helpful. I know that I get a lot of questions about sponsorship and affiliates and stuff. So I thought I would share this with you today. You know, the one thing that you can probably see that is in common with all of the partnerships is that you can either reach your target audience or you can push them away. You have to choose products or partners with integrity and a deeper understanding of their mission. You also have to align with their products or services. So like the story in the beginning, we said no to a massive sponsorship opportunity because early in the game, because we didn't use their products, we didn't believe in the benefits, and we didn't like that they used so much plastic hashtag save mother earth. <laughs> and for us, it just wasn't, it didn't make sense. So even though it's hard to say no, sometimes you have to say no when it doesn't make sense. So by standing with integrity, we made sure that we didn't compromise our beliefs or push away our people who know us and for the same beliefs that we have, right? So hopefully that helps you today. If you have any questions about partnerships, please make sure that you post them below this video or email us info at fitchicks.ca. And of course, to learn more about our upcoming programs, make sure that you go to fitchicksacademy.com where you can read more about our fitness and nutrition expert program, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss expert program. All right. Thank you all so much for listening today. And I will talk to you again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.